You're listening to The Bookstorian Podcast, a podcast for book lovers and bookstagrammers. Hello and welcome to The Bookstorian Podcast. My name is Tegan and I'm your host. On this episode of the podcast, Treen from At Word Child joins me to talk about her bookstagram as well as a game of reading roulette. This is a spoiler-free episode. I hope you enjoy. Hello, Treen, and welcome to The Bookstorian Podcast. Hello. And you are speaking to me all the way from London? Uh, yeah, I am actually, I'm close to London. I'm in Lewis. Well, it's uh, close to Brighton, but they both are close to London. Yeah. So for an Australian like me, London is what I recognise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same time zone, same climate. Excellent. It's summer. And you also mentioned to me before as well, you are Estonian. Uh, yeah, I am Estonian and I've lived here since um, 2000 in, in London, basically close to London and in London since 2005. Yeah, excellent. Uh, it's great to have you on the show and I'm um, looking forward to talking to you about a range of different books tonight. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it too. So my first question I have for you is my icebreaker question. So I start every episode with one of these. And the question I'd like to ask you is, what was the last book that you couldn't put down? Um, uh, I would like to talk about this. Uh, I'm at my, um, uh, I would like everyone to read it. It's I'm supposed to protect you from all this by Nadia Spiegelman. Uh, and that's a memoir uh, by a daughter of Spiegelman who wrote the um, mouse. And, and it's, it's just such a great book about the, um, mother daughter and grandmother and family relationships and and how she's anal- analyzing everything and how she's describing the relationship it's it's um kind of a, such a fantastic book that's awesome thank you for sharing that title with me it's certainly one that i haven't um, heard of before and i really enjoy a memoir like i quite uh, i quite like uh, reading about different people and their experiences so yeah, thank you for that. My book that I couldn't put down, um, or the last book that I couldn't put down, was Book Lovers by Emily Henry. So um, if you're listening at the moment and you are a bookstagrammer, you have probably seen this all over your feed. Uh, but essentially, it is a very classic enemies to lovers, um, and it is sprinkled with so many bookish treats. So there's a bookstore, there's book publicists, there's book editors, um, there's literary agents, there's plenty of book chats. Um, to fall in love with and it's kind of a little bit tongue-in-cheek in the fact that it kind of pokes fun at romances uh, but also kind of falls into the same elements of romance like lots of the things that we love about a romance are the things that we find in this book so for example going on a holiday or the, the way that the characters fall in love or some of the reactions of the other characters around them so if you haven't yet read that one I would highly recommend you add it to your list. Does it have a lot of book recommendations? Yes there actually are a lot of books mentioned in it as well. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, Trin, you are joining me today because you are a bookstagrammer and your bookstagram account is at Word Child. Can you describe your feed for my listeners? My feed, how to describe it, it's, it's a quite a happy feed. It's, it's mostly, I take most of my photos in my library and uh, it's kind of, a, it has a yellowish, sunny look and it's, uh, 
I think what most of the people uh, like about my feed is, is the library photos and uh, kind of the background and and the British lifestyle kind of the um, and you also have this great sloped ceiling uh, that also features in many of your pictures yeah I I was so happy when we moved into this house because um, we bought this house in 2016 and it was it didn't even have heating in it it had just uh, every room had a fireplace eight fireplaces every little room had a fireplace like this uh, room has a tiny fire fireplace and um, and so when I saw this room I knew straight away this is it I don't know if you can see but we actually have our sloped ceilings in common so oh, my yeah. house upstairs is yeah quite like steep um, ceiling so I'd love to eventually get some shelves one day that just run wall to wall and actually uh, complement the peak ceiling but yeah I thought that was a fun yeah, that really good. <laughs> yeah so where did you actually come up with your bookstagram handle name Oh, I, I um, that is a good story because um, what happened at first I was Dream, my like first name and Dream Books. I was that for years, and uh, then I I I have a writer I like is um, Iris Murdoch, and uh, she has a book called uh, A Word Child, and I um, I was looking for a new name, better name for some time, and then I. I hadn't even read the book, but I checked on Instagram because I, I, I love this name. I checked on Instagram and, and it wasn't, no one was using it. And uh, I um, instantly fast changed, like took this name. And so no one, no one else could take it. Uh. I'm always blown away by people's responses to that question, because sometimes you think it's a really simple solution as to where someone found their name, but um, in actual fact, it's, it's more common that people have quite a deeper connection to it um, as well. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey listeners, want more bookstore and content? Make sure you're following me on Instagram at the bookstore and podcast for sound bites, templates, episode extras, polls, throwbacks, and just all around fun and informative bookish content. Instagram is also the best place to stay up to date with what's happening next on the show. Enough from voiceover me. Let's go back to interviewer me. So Trina, you and I are going to play a game of reading roulette. This is one of my favorite things to do on the podcast episode because it's a great way of being able to talk about a range of different books. So what I have done is put a bunch of prompts into a little roulette spinner. Uh, which both of us can see on our screens and I spin the wheel and we will answer whatever prompt comes up. So we could have answers that relate to books we have read or books that we want to read. So I'm spinning the wheel for the first time this episode. And our very first prompt that we're going to answer is a book whose title begins with the last letter of your previous read. So for this one, I guess we need to know what we last finished reading. I don't actually remember. I remember what I'm about to finish and that I pick that and it's a real estate by Deborah Levy. So, so it, it finished with E, a book that you've read that starts with uh -huh. E. Uh, Emma by Jane Austen came to my mind first. I loved it. 
uh, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it's funny, so many people don't like Emma. Kind of, I, I never understand why, but um, I kind of, for some reason, I, I really enjoyed it. She's Even definitely one of Jane Austen's most interesting protagonists, I feel. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, it's just the character, all the characters are great, and um, it's like, yeah, I enjoy the story and, uh, and everything about it. I uh, really struggle with reading Jane Austen. I actually attempted to read Emma last year, I think, but it's just the language for me. Like, I really, really? yeah, I really, really struggle with it. I don't think I've ever read a Jane Austen cover to cover, but I did watch the most recent film and really enjoyed the most recent film. <laughs> I know that's a cheat's yeah. way out, but yeah. Mine <laughs> is, so the last book that I finished reading uh, yesterday was actually called Blood Sisters by Kate Quinn. To give you a little bit about that book, it's that book's not my answer to this prompt, uh, but it's the one that leads into the answer to this prompt. So uh, Blood Sisters is a brand new Australian thriller um, which is set in the Australian outback. Uh, and essentially we have two backpackers, Beth and Lauren, um, and they've come out to work in a local pub. Basically they take off and uh, what is left behind at the pub is two dead bodies. Um, and then the same uh, day that that happens, a new police officer, Tara, who's a probationary police officer, arrives in town um, and she's one of the people tasked with trying to solve the crime. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a great thriller. Like it's a really good thriller. I do invite people to make sure they have a look at some of the uh, trigger warnings or content warnings prior to reading the book. But it, is, um, it was a good one that pulled me out of a reading slump. So that one ended with an S, so Blood Sisters. Um, and the book I was going to share is Sex, the City and Us by Jennifer Armstrong. Uh, now, this is about Sex and the City, the series. And in essence, it goes into behind the scenes. So it talks a little bit about costuming. It talks about the script writers. Uh, one of the things that I learned through reading this book is that every single story that you see that happens to one of the four women had to happen to one of the writers or someone that the writers knew. So that's why it's an incredibly relatable series is because it actually comes from um, a place of truth. Uh, so there's lots of little things as well about the stars and their salaries and producers and things like that. So it, it's quite an interesting read. So if you do really enjoy the series and you like nonfiction, um, I'd recommend checking out Sex, the City and Us. So two different books to that prompt. All right, let's um, try for a second prompt. So I'm going to spin the wheel again. And it has landed on a book set in the 1980s. Uh, so my answer for that one is Wild Place by Christian White. Now, I just finished talking about a thriller. This is another thriller. Um, it's set in the late 1980s and the leading character is a teacher um, and one of his uh, ex-students has gone missing. Um, it also talks a lot about like cults because uh, I know particularly during the late 1980s, early 1990s, the cults became quite a part of the focus. 
Uh, so it does investigate uh, what happened to this girl. And from memory, there's a lot of uh, dual narrators. So we do actually hear from um, other characters within the story. Uh, but Christian White is an absolute mastermind here in Australia at writing the perfect thriller. Uh, so yeah, and it's set in the late 1980s. How'd you go, Trine? Have you managed to think of something? Um, I saw, it's, it's again, it's a memoir. Um, and I'm sure it's... Uh, it's in different times. <laughs> it's uh, Just Kids by Patty Smith. And uh, I think it goes, um, it's from when she was born to uh, 80s or 90s. Everyone seems to love it and I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Thank you. You're giving me another memoir recommendation there. All right. So we are up to our uh, third prompt. Trina, what's one that you really want to come up? Like, what one do you really want to answer? A woman's price. Oh, okay. Awesome. Let's That's my favourite. <laughs> Let's uh, spin the wheel and see if it comes up, hey? And we have got... Ooh, okay. It is a romance novel by a B-I-P-O-C, so by a um, author. I hope it's uh, um, like not wrong answer, com completely wrong, but Rainbow Milk by Paul Mendes. It's about like a kind of a black gay man's struggles in London. He's a prostitute and he's kind of in, in the beginning and how he he's coming from a, like a difficult background and uh, problems with his kind of parents and and then how he, he escapes his uh, kind of uh, all this adversity he becomes a how he becomes a writer and uh, starts writing in the end and finds his love and uh, uh, and it's quite explicit but it's yeah. uh, it's it's interesting and I I love reading about um, other people's London experience and, and look whilst it's not strictly a romance novel it still sounds like it explores the themes of love uh, yeah, in the end, it ends up with love story, yeah. kind of. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so my answer for that one is The Wedding Date by Jasmine Gullery. Uh, so she's written a whole series of uh, romance. Uh, the Wedding Date, I think, is the first in the series. And essentially, it explores a, a female who goes along to a wedding with a date she's basically just ran into on an elevator. It kind of follows along that. So if you do like a little bit of a rom-com, um, I would recommend it. The other one by Jasmine Gullery that I really like is The Proposal. However, there are another two or three in that series that she's written, but I haven't enjoyed them um, as much. <laughs> awesome. So I think we're going to spin up uh, two more prompts. The prompt that I really want to come up the most, I think, um, is a book published in 2022. I have a pretty special one that I'd like to share for that prompt. Uh, so let's see how we go. Second last prompt. And uh, the wheel is spinning. And the prompt that has come up is, ah, Trine, the one that you wanted. A book that has won the Women's Prize for Fiction. I know a few, but um, the last one, and the last one is the best one probably, Piranesi. And, and this is everyone that's probably has read Piranesi. It was just amazing. It's kind of, have you read it? It's so atmospheric. It's um, just, a, it was a kind of a book when I finished it, I felt like I have to start reading it again 
and I started it, but I uh, I didn't finish it the second time because I have so many books I kind of around me. I like yeah, I'm reading all the time. It's just um, kind of it draws you into a different world. Um, it's kind of it's this labyrinth. It was a book. I, it could have been the book I couldn't put down. It was just such a pleasure to read. It's kind of a fantasy world, and you. Yeah, and look, that's why I struggled to get into it because it seemed a bit more fantasy to me, whereas I was hoping it was going to be a bit more historical fiction, but it ended up being a bit more fantasy. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, I don't read fantasy usually, but I think I don't read it because I just don't start the book. If I, if I would start, I would, I would love like hmm. uh, reading fantasy. Last year I read, luckily, The Woman's Price was... Um, kind of postponed from June to September and then I had time to read all the shortlist books and and it was uh, one of my best reading experiences there was just one book I didn't enjoy and the rest of them were kind of all very very good my book is sort of similar uh, to your suggestion but where it sways a bit more to the historical fiction than the fantasy um, unfortunately, the only book that I have actually read that has been a winner, um, I've certainly read a lot of the books that are nominated, but not necessarily a winner. Um, and the book that I've read is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. For, so for anyone who is unfamiliar with that story, it essentially explores the myth of Achilles and the Trojan War. So it sort of starts when he's quite young um, and goes through to his death. So it's a very good all-round story. And I learned a lot through reading that book and even since after reading the book listening to Madeline Miller actually talk about the the book and her research process that she took whilst she was writing the book was really fascinating as well I've actually got her new short story sitting uh, waiting patiently on my shelves I think it's called Galatea yeah it looks like it's another historical fiction work as well that I'm looking forward to reading was it an sorry? Was it an happy book, or was it uh, was it de- it wasn't depressing? Uh, uh, the Song of Achilles. Yeah. Well, I, it was not a happy book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could describe it as a happy book. <laughs> that's why I'm scared of this like book. All right, let's spin the wheel one last time, uh, and then we're going to play a, a quick little game of uh, this or that to end the podcast. So let's see. The other one I kind of want to answer is a book, a book about witches. Now, I know that neither one of us oh. read fantasy, but I've certainly read a book about no way. Oh, mm. it's right on the line. And it's a book about witches. <laughs> uh, you are a witch. <laughs> yeah, I've told the future. <laughs> uh, well, I'll go first then, seeing as how I really wanted this one to come up. Uh, the book that is that I want to read is called Practical Magic by Alice Hoffman. And now I mainly want to read this because I saw the movie, I don't know, I reckon it's like 15, 20 years since I actually watched the movie. Um, and it features Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, I think. Um, and it's essentially two sisters who are also uh, witches, but from memory, they actually do um, live in the real world. Uh, so it, it's sort of the idea about like concealing who they are. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's looks like it's a fairly small book. I have been looking for it for ages and I finally found it when I was on a recent holiday in a local bookstore. So I'm glad that I was able to snap that up. What about you, Trine? What's a book about witches that maybe you've read or that's uh, on your TBR? 
book, what you mentioned, uh, it, it's now in my Goodreads TBR. Oh, but, um, <laughs> I'm just checking my um, Goodreads if I read anything about witches. Uh, you have no books matching witches. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fine. You've Look, you've walked away now with a recommendation um, or you've just added it to your TBR. So you technically have the same response as me now. I love the idea about reading a book about witches, but um, I'd like to read a book where they kind of, they don't suffer. They, yeah. They are kind of, there's not no witch hunt or anything. Yeah. It's not like Roald Dahl's version of the witches. <laughs> oh, let me, let me, uh, my favourite uh, bookstagrammer, one of them actually has written a book, The Hellion, called uh, Harriet by Harriet Young. And uh, that's about, um, that's historical fiction about the witch, witch hunt. In, 20, uh, no, 16, in 1612, the most notorious witchcraft trials in England and uh, devastating fire changes the lives of two young girls. And it's kind of sounds like a, it's a, it's not a happy book. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. So to end the episode, we're going to play a quick fire round of this or that. I'm going to give you a this or a that, and you have to answer quite quickly with whichever one you prefer. First one is a bookstore or library? A bookstore. Long chapters or short chapters? Short chapters. Signed edition or a first edition? Signed edition. Um, Are you a mood reader or a set TBR? Mood reader. And finally, do you prefer a warm bath and a book or a blanket and a book? A blanket. Definitely. Lovely. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing when you finish recording because it is cold here. So I'll be getting a blanket and a book and a warm cup of tea, I think. <laughs> oh, sounds nice. Thank you so much for joining me on the Bookstore and Podcast, Trine. Thank you too. Thank you for having me. Hold up, before you go, here's a little snippet of what to expect in the next episode. I have got a icebreaker question that I would like to ask you to start with, and it is in keeping with our episode theme. And my question is, what is a memoir you would recommend to anyone? Um, I would have to say More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroth. She was the former editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue. And so I've always been super interested in books that kind of revolve around the journalism world which kind of inspired me to read that anyway. And she's a host on Project Runway. I love that show. So it's kind of like the perfect storm to get me to read it. And then I read it at such a perfect time. It was when I was kind of like, I just graduated from college. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And there's so much valuable career advice in that book that I recommend anyone. I think that anyone could get anything out of it. It has so many just incredible tidbits of advice on figuring out exactly what you want to do and kind of finding your place in the world. So highly, highly recommend that one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bookstorium podcast. If you've enjoyed it, show your support by following, subscribing and rating the show wherever you listen, as well as sharing the podcast on social media. If you want to go the extra mile, you can shout me a coffee via Kofi. It's super easy to navigate and you don't need an account to donate. You can find the link in the show notes along with a full list of all the books and other media mentioned in this episode. Finally, make sure you head over to Instagram and follow my latest guest as well as my bookstagram at bookstorian underscore and podcast account at the bookstorian podcast.